How's it going, my brothers and sisters? This is Steve Kitts. Thank you for joining us on During Bible Study Podcast. We'll open up in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. And we thank you, Lord, that you're with us and that these words, Lord, that you give us is something we can put in our hearts and use for your glory. Lift you up and give you the honor. In your blessed name we beg. Amen. Your trials are designed for you. Someone spoke up the other day to say that God fits the trial to a person so that what happens to me cannot can be compared with what happens to you. Our struggles are not all the same because we have a wise Heavenly Father who fits the trials to the person. And the book of James would agree with that st- statement. In the sense, his whole letter is about how to respond properly when we are under pressure. In James 1 verses 2 through 4, he has already reminded us that trials are necessary of being part of our spiritual growth and that there is a blessing reserved for those who respond the right way according to James 1 and 12. Do not blame God when times get hard in James 1, 13 through 15. In our text, James 1, 16 through 18, he advises the argument by reminding us that God is good all the time even during the hardest trials. We can say it this way, God is not on trial during our trials. We are. And we can say, it's not my fault. I didn't deserve this. You started it. The devil made me do it. I couldn't control myself. They had it in for me. The whole thing is rigged. I've had a string of bad luck. If I were only older, younger, richer, smarter, single, married, better connected, all this stuff wouldn't happen to me. In the end, all of our excuses lead us back to God. He made us. He gave His life for us. And one day we will give an account to Him. All of our well-oiled excuses will be exposed as lies when we stand in His light of perfection on Judgment Day. So don't just be deceiving yourself into thinking that you can blame God for the temptations that you face. That's the thing that James, in his book, he wanted us to see. We are alive because God wants us to be alive. We need this because we are sinners worse than we know. Even the best Christians would have no hope of heaven without the shining mercy of God. If God didn't forgive and keep on forgiving us, if he didn't continue to pour out his mercy like the gentle rain from heaven, we would be utterly and completely lost. Who is this God we serve? He's completely good. He's constantly good. He's unchangeably good. And it starts with God. The text says God saved us of his own free will. Whatever else we can say about our free will, let's be clear on this one point. Salvation didn't start with us. It starts with God. There's no halfway hope. Very often, here and now won't make sense to us. We have no magic formula to give you that would dispel your fears, clear away your confusion, or wipe away your tears. We are reminded over and over that into each life, Some rain must fall. Sometimes it sprinkles. Sometimes it pours. 
and sometimes the floodwaters threaten to overwhelm us. Said another way, if you ever get into a place where all your questions are answered, all your problems are gone, and all your trials have vanished, sit back and relax. You've made it to heaven. Between then and now, you are in danger with tolls and snares ahead. No one is exempt from the troubles of life, but the grace of God has taken us this far and will safely lead us home. Thank God. Now we'll close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that we do have troubles and trials, but we do have faith in you. We do lean on you and your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for being with us and giving us the guidance that you have. In your blessed holy name, 